The following podcast is by Dr. Sean Weiss, President of Senior Health and Wellness Group on the Answers for Elders Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And this hour has flown by as I oh my have gosh, had totally. the honor, <laughs> honor <laughs> and privilege of speaking with Dr. Sean Weiss. And Sean is the president of the Senior Health and Wellness Group, um, which is an education and consulting company that works with families all over in helping to navigate senior care. And uh, Sean also, believe it or not, owns a health home health care um, business as well and has for uh, a long time. And I have been honored to know you, Sean, mm-hmm. now for well over 10 years now. It's kind of crazy how our yeah. lives are kind of paralleled and things like yeah. that. So um, I'm so glad you've been able to be with us this hour and share your wisdom. And I know you'll be a wonderful asset to our expert team as we roll out nationally throughout all of our podcasts um, in the U.S. So, Sean, you know, I really want to start with where we left off with fall prevention, because that's a piece of it where people have been during the pandemic. And I think I want to wrap up this hour kind of of where do we where are we at right now? We have a new Delta variant that's out there. There's all different types of things happening. So, um, Picking up where we left off, obviously inactivity, you made a comment, which is really profound to me. Inactivity um, produces pain, right? Right. right. So tell us a little bit about, uh, we've had, we've had seniors that have been inactive for quite a while. Right. So not only do you have, you know, our seniors and older adults have been inactive, but over the course of probably the first half of the year, there's, you know, maybe have been isolated, have not really gone out. They're weaker than they realize they are. Their mm-hmm. balance might not be as great as that used right. to be. And they're trying to go out, trying to get out more. There's that longing to get outside and go do things. Uh, maybe go with um, their son or daughter to shop or go to a restaurant. And, you know, you really have to, to pay attention to um, how much have you been exercising? How much activity have you had? It's, mm-hmm. you know, the saying, use it or lose it is, is so profound in this situation because you might not even realize uh, that you've become weak until you go out to do something and you've, you've gotten maybe shorter breath or you're just have to sit down and take a break. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We're seeing it everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And you, yeah. And you're, and I was going to say for me, I've noticed, you know, early in the season, I have Rose garden, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm out there usually, for hours at a time. I even now, of course, part of it is me getting older, but I can't do the things that I used to do. And it's frustrating. It's very Mm -hmm. frustrating. And part of it is my age because I'm obviously where I'm at. But I think the other thing is, is that we just kind of let ourselves go during the pandemic in many cases. And certainly, you know, (laughs) my doctor asked me how much alcohol I was drinking. And I was like, well, I guess more than normal, you know, (laughs) I mean, I wasn't taking care of myself as much as I normally do, which is kind of interesting. Right. And you see that across the board, um, not just in older adults and, right. you know, and everybody. And like we've been talking about this whole hour, whether it's caregiver burnout or the reasons why um, there's been an increase in, in you know, alcohol consumption. We see a lot of doctors starting to ask about that. There's a, a genuine, mm-hmm. genuine concern about the lifestyles that we've been leading over the past year and a half. And some of it's, you know, we really have had no choice. Um, sure. You know, when you've, if you, if your state was on um, a stay at home order, 
then you had to try to make do with what you had. And sometimes you don't have the opportunity to go exercise or take a walk, or Mm -hmm. um, you didn't really know what you could do at home to try to keep your muscles strong and active. So So with this Delta variant, obviously um, there's a lot of confusion happening right now. Um, Right. So what's the scoop on it? What's the truth? <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, I wish I could say that I ha- am all knowing and, you know, even as a home care agency no- uh, owner and a Medicare provider, you know, we have to be really up to all the regulations and all the recommendations. And, um, and I know the latest recommendations from the CDC, and there's just, just a lot of confusion and a lot of worry um, out there. And, you know, speaking personally, just from our agency, you know, we go from, you know, the pandemic where we have all of our strict rules in place for infection control and mm-hmm. trying to advocate for the well-being and safety of our seniors to, okay, well now people are getting vaccinated or now the orders are lifted. Now the businesses are open and people are starting to get mm-hmm. out and do more things. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing now is, okay, well now we're seeing an uptick in cases again, even amongst caregivers and medical providers mm-hmm. and people going to the hospital. So we're kind of, you know, at our agency almost had to come back to a, 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 you know, step back a little bit and let's revisit where we are with our recommendations and let's revisit where we are with um, taking care of our seniors and, and making sure, you know, we're recommending staff get vaccinated, that we're checking for family members, vaccinations. And um, most of our patients are vaccinated. Most of the elderly population that we deal with have been but um, there's a lot of fear out there right now. And, you know, we're kind of seeing it start to go back again. And, and you know, certainly that creates um, a level of panic in me as, you know, a caregiver or a provider. And I just, you don't want to go back to that situation where people are um, becoming sedentary and isolated, because I tell you the mental health and the physical health component um, of, of the well-being of, right. of everybody um, certainly has been significantly affected and we really don't want to go there. You know, we don't want to go back there, but yet we have to be safe. And, um, so we have to, as a home care agency, um, advocate the best we can for our families to get the care for their loved ones that they need, um, for our patients who are living alone to still get the care that they need and and provide safe, a safe environment, a safe situation. And I think too, um, is, you know, we always say, and I think we're all guilty. I'm guilty as say, I listen to science. Well, science is not an answer. Science is a process of discovery. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that people will say to me, well, the CDC said this a month ago, why did they change? Because we learned more. Mm-hmm. We learned right. about, you know, new things. So it's like, I think the the thing that's interesting about how we frame things and how we discuss things are are in many cases driving society apart because because people hear what they want to hear and they and they or they or they take their own twist to it. So having mm-hmm. the opportunity to say, you know, science isn't the ultimate answer. Science is about discovery and it's about presentations of the facts as we know them at the time. And, mm-hmm. and we're always learning more. If we ever just shut the door onto science saying, well, you know, this is what COVID is, we wouldn't know more things. We wouldn't right. be able to discover things about a vaccine or things like that. So understanding a little bit more about 
you know, that we all have to be open to what the process is and what we learn. And, um, but that doesn't mean we have to be confused. And it doesn't mean right. also that we have to live in fear, which right. I think is the other side of it. Um, right. We're I in think... a much different pl- place yeah. than we were a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean... you know, that's the hard part. You know, we, we don't know what you don't know. And now we mm-hmm. know what we know. Right. And we yeah. still have a lot to learn. I think, you know, six months from now, this conversation might be different. Yep. It's just we, have we may to have be... to get a booster shot. And for those of us that have been back vaccinated, I've heard that. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Yep. It's like, you know, I guess my point is, uh, you know, I'm lucky here in the state of Washington. I think we are like about about 80% vaccinated, mm-hmm. which is really amazing in our state. Mm-hmm. But there's other states across the U.S. that are not in that position. Right. And um, it, you know, it it's frustrating coming from where I do in Washington State to see the low numbers because I, I don't understand why, but I think right. it really shows the confusion in the country right. and it's frustrating, I think on all ends. Right. And you see that, you know, a national rate, what are we about 70% uh, as yeah. a nation? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, coming from a national perspective too, it all depends on, you know, your level of confidence, your level of fear on where you're living right now. Yeah. Yeah. So having to, you know, be a provider of, of education and sure. recommendations for the health and well-being of so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just, it's really difficult. I don't think there's a, a writer, you know, an easy way to get people to come together, but I certainly think that um, the division certainly is not necessary mm-hmm. and it's just only going to be to the detriment uh, to the health and well-being, um, right. especially older adults and their caregivers. Yeah. Yeah. And I do know that it's like 96% of those that are in hospitals. I think the latest data are those that have not been vaccinated. Um, And that is the thing I think that's really overwhelming to look at. And um, here's my other question. And I, we have, I haven't even asked you, I don't even know Mm -hmm. if you know this, but answer, Mm but what about small children that haven't been vaccinated yet? What is their risk factor to the Delta variant? What, what have you heard? Like a lot of our seniors have grandchildren, right? And what we're seeing right now, and this is the information that we've been provided, is they're still gathering information. As, as of right now, they're not seeing that the younger children are um, at as high risk for developing right. the developed variant or transmitting <clears throat> the Delta right. variant. They still still seem to be in a low um, risk right. pool for right. that. Um, but like I said, I think over the last couple of months, we're just gathering so much information on this variant and whether the, you know, now they're coming out and saying, okay, we really feel that all the vaccines now are protective mm-hmm. against this variant, which is yeah. you know, wonderful news. We want to hear that. Um, but if you we know, contact right now, it, it'll be like the flu. It won't be anything, you know, terrible, which is great. Right. If you're vaccinated and you do happen to get a breakthrough, you know, to have a breakthrough case, uh, your chances of, of hospitalization or death are, you know, little to none. Uh, mm-hmm. We do know that for a fact. So, yeah. um, you know, promoting, you know, that sim- because no vaccine is 100% effective. And I Correct. think that's also misinformation that be, well, I'm not going to get the virus. Well, you might get the virus, but your chances, you're likely going to have a very mild yeah. case of yeah. the virus. So you said like flu symptoms, yeah. um, slight fever, headache, a few days of right. like, not feeling well. So Sean, I want to close out this hour and make sure that 
everyone knows that you are going to have your own uh, matter of fact you're on answersforelders.com you are on one of our specialists and uh, you have a lot of resources on your website and you we can certainly link to that on answers for elders so for those of you that are listening to this podcast or listen to our radio show please know that we would really love to have you reach out to sean and um, I'm just so thrilled you've been with us this hour. Thank you so much. And um, I look forward to a lot more podcasts on our podcast network with you. So in the meantime, Sean, thank you so much for being on this show. Oh, my friend, it has been great. And I'm really looking forward to our new adventure together. And uh, again, just helping our older adults uh, age in place and you know helping everybody navigate through these trying times. It's going to be a great opportunity. And I'm looking forward to um, working with you on that. Hey, I love it. Great. So to each and every one of you, again, stay safe. And um, we're very, very thrilled that you that we've had an opportunity to meet this brand new guest. And to each and every one of you, remember, look in on the seniors in your neighborhood. Um, offer them a glass of water or maybe it's a lemonade. Think about how you can help brighten their day. And remember, so many of them have been quarantined for so long. So if you can reach out, um, touch someone, say hello, bring them a smile. And until next week, everyone, be good to each other. We would like to thank you for listening to this podcast by Dr. Sean Weiss, CEO of Senior Health and Wellness Group, focusing on wellness and prevention strategies for seniors. As a fall prevention specialist, Dr. Weiss provides family support and education to keep your loved ones safe. You can learn more by visiting her website at www.seniorhealthandwellness.org. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.